Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. You know, it's just, it's just, uh, you know what it is, is just plain old common sense is why the president is so popular and gaining popularity by the day. And I mean, common sense, it may be more common than we initially thought because, you know, I'm no genius, but I say something and then the president says it and I go, oh my God, it clearly this is, I mean, it's got to be. It's just so understandably simple. When you look at this election, when you look at what's happening in the world today, when you look at what's happening in the United States of America, when you see what's going on in these cities like Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the president will be today, when you see what's going on in Portland, when you see what's going on in Chicago, when you see the the, the violence and the destruction and, you know, this 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 ongoing campaign, really, of of violence. It's, that's what it is. And uh, the president has called it out Um for what it is he's actually bringing it to the people who are creating it and causing it and and really this election is starting to get it's starting to get pretty heated pretty quickly and we've still got 60 some odd days to go um anyway this is the market i mean i know you're like what's market rambling about we have so much to get to today it's crazy we've got all this stuff we've got some mail time today we have cookies apparently handmade dolls of us are they like voodoo dolls what is it okay, no, let's do they're this. like little uh little figures little put- Figures. Yeah, you'll see. There'll be an unboxing. Oh, there's gonna be an unboxing. Oh, this is great. Hannah's, we're gonna be <laughs> unboxing dolls of ourselves. All right. And then we'll stick needles in um, and see if see if we get uh, oh, if we no, feel no, the that's pressure. That's the points. only Biden one. So, like I said, we got we have a lot going on today, and uh, very little. Only a couple of hours to get to it. Plus, I know there's some open mic messages which we want to get to. There's uh, there's a, a bunch of people that are gonna be uh, making uh, phone calls to the show from all over the world that want to talk to us. Facebook is already blowing up. Uh, YouTube already exploding with um with people commenting and con and uh, you know creating content for us so we're going to try to get to everything that we possibly can but i want to start once again with what we talked about yesterday what we talked about yesterday we talked about how the democrats created all of this chaos and then like frankenstein's monster they've just totally lost control of it all they're no longer able they're no longer able to uh, control Antifa. They're no longer longer able to control the riots. You know, it, it's no longer helping their narrative. Used to be great for them when these whole thing, when the Black Lives Matter riots began with George Floyd, it was huge. It catapulted the Democrats into the forefront. It made them so popular. You know, people that you've never heard of were becoming household names, warriors of of uh, racial inequality and whatnot. And then as they started to grow with the looting and the and, you know, the uh, the news coverage, Joe Biden's poll numbers started to rise and people started to think, oh, this is it. It's it's done for with Donald Trump. But what happened was we got to a tipping point. And at some point, uh, it just becomes too much. It's just no longer effective. It's just, you know, hey, now we may actually be doing ourselves harm. Now we may actually be not helping the cause, but hurting the cause. The only problem is by that time, you know, it's 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 all downhill. It's starting to roll. The snowball is getting bigger and bigger. And nobody, nobody, nobody can stop this thing from causing destruction. This is what I mentioned yesterday about the Democrats. And just in case you weren't listening yesterday or if you forgot, we record everything uh, so that we can play it back whenever I prove to be, you know, somewhat uh, somewhat, you know, uh, concise and uh, and on point. Here's what we mentioned yesterday on the show. The issues that they've created to help propel them into uh, the White House have have gotten away from them. They basically created monsters that they can no longer control. They're the Frankenstein. They're the Dr. Frankenstein of the political world. And it's tough. It's yeah, they've totally they can no longer control their monster. That was yesterday morning on this show. Yesterday evening uh, on Laura Ingram's show, President Trump spoke with her directly and said basically the same thing. The Democrats have lost control of the radical left. And if you look at Bernie and the, I call it the manifesto that was agreed to with Biden and his group, that's further left than Bernie ever was. They won't be able to control these people. These people have lost, they have lost control. It is true. It is 100% true. A political party has, has signed on with 
basically with basically anarchists. And they've tried to get the anarchists to do their dirty work to help them win an election. The only problem is anarchists don't believe in fair elections. They don't believe in elected officials. They don't believe in government. They don't believe in anything that is somewhat organized. Anarchists, by definition, want anarchy. So you can't you can't hook up with someone and say, hey, let's win this election and then we'll rule together because anarchists don't want to rule together. They don't want to be ruled. They want complete and total chaos. And once the election it goes to the Democrats, what are you going to do with all these anarchists in your party? You think they're going to go home and play and play, uh, you know, Fortnite or World of Warcraft? You think they're going to go out and get jobs? No, they're going to continue to want to bring down the government. The only problem is now the government is you. And we're already starting to see this, and so are the Democrats. And they're getting concerned. When in, in, in Portland, Oregon, Ted Wheeler tries to join forces on the streets of Portland with these, with these Antifa terrorists who are out there just trying to burn down federal buildings and, and throw things at police officers and just destroy any kind of civic alliance that's going on in the city. And he tries to stand with them hand in hand, and he gets like a bottle in the head against tear gas. It, you can't do it. Same thing happened in Minnesota. The the mayor of Minnesota, he gets out there. He tries to join ar you know, arm in arm with the Black Lives Matter protests, and they ran him out of town on a rail. He had to he had to flee. He was running for his life because these people they don't want you to be arm in arm with them. They don't want you to be uh, you know part of their cause. Their cause is destroy, destroy, destroy. And it doesn't matter if it's the Republican in office or the Democrat in office. They don't want the office. The off, the idea of some kind of organized, formulated governing body is the antithesis of everything in their being, everything that they stand for. But the Democrats are like, hey, you know what? We'll pay these guys. They'll help us win. And then we'll be able to control them. Uh-uh. Already you can't control them. We see it here. Donald Trump sees it. The Democrats, they must know it, but by now, I mean, it's too late. You can't shove everything back into Pandora's box, man. Once it's been opened, that box don't get closed. And Donald Trump has been saying this forever. They have been ignoring it. But yesterday, Joe Biden, in his speech, he had, he was forced. He was forced to come out and talk about the violence. He didn't mention the violence that his supporters were creating, of course. He meant he tried to peg it all on Donald Trump's supporters. He meant this is an interesting turning point in the election for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, at this point now, he's coming out of the bunker. He's coming out of the basement. He's traveling to Pennsylvania, which is a weird spot to start. But OK, he's standing in this empty warehouse with, again, four reporters. It seems like he's talking to nobody. He's got that glazed look on his face and he starts throwing shade on on Trump supporters once again and blaming them for the violence in all of these cities. When in reality, we all know where the violence started, but it's gotten to the point where they can no longer ignore it. It's no longer something that they can they can sweep under the rug. The violence in these cities has become the number one campaign issue. And for Joe Biden and the Democrats, that's bad news because it is not their campaign issue. It's Donald Trump's. They their campaign issue is coronavirus. It's covid-19. They thought they were going to sail away to victory on COVID-19. They thought mix that together with racial un unrest, mix that together with Black Lives Matter and, and these uh, then police brutality. Man, all, that's a recipe for success. For, and even a, even a horrible candidate like Joe Biden should be able to win an election with those platforms. The only problem is now everything has gotten crazy and out of control what started with police reform has now become defund the police. That's not where Joe Biden wanted to go. That's not where the Democrats thought this was heading. But when you put when you put these anarchical, you know, mobsters in charge of your campaign, there's no stopping them. It's not let's change the police department. Black Lives Matter. It's now defund the police. And the same is true of, of all these cities burning to the ground. That's why CNN is trying to brush it under the rugs with the fiery but mostly peaceful protests. It's impossible to do. Now they've got to face it head on. And they've lost the election because this issue is Donald Trump's issue. Law and order, seizing, you know, getting in, taking a strong arm, going into these cities and quelling the violence, making America great again. That is Donald Trump's issue. Joe Biden has effectively lost the election. And 
We've got more audio proof. I mean, he's got one more tactic, though, and it's a doozy. We'll get to that here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Quick break. we got your phone calls, your open mic messages, and more of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque, 855-765-1045. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. It's Tuesday, and uh, we have a ton of, I mean, we've got a ton of stuff we got to get to. This has just been, it's news overload. The election has, it's like a fire, it's just, they lit up, they lit the fuse this weekend, and it is shooting into the sky. Even Joe, this election is getting so heated that Joe Biden went back on the campaign trail a whole week early. He wasn't supposed to go back out until after Labor Day. But I guess all the people who are pulling the strings decided, no, he's got to get out there now. Dance puppet. And um, we'll, we have some clips. In fact, we'll get to that here in just a minute. First, though, we got an open mic message about Joe Biden and his speech yesterday. Hey, we're going from, hey, did anyone catch that Joe Biden speech the other day to, hey, did anyone understand the Joe Biden speech the other day? You know, the interesting thing about the Joe Biden speech is that typically – you have to listen and figure, you know, because there's always gaffes. He's always mumbling and stumbling over words. There's always things you're not really sure. You're like, what the hell is he even trying to say? And that happened in his speech yesterday in, in uh, Pennsylvania. There's this one remark, which I'm still it's still a head scratcher. COVID has taken this year just since the outbreak. It's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just it's when you think about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, what are you trying to verbalize? What is even happening? COVID, 100 years right here. So that used to be the old school way. When you watch a Joe Biden speech, you'd have to sit there and really kind of decipher what thoughts his brain was having that his mouth could not orate. Now you've got another problem. Now you've got to figure out what is Joe Biden saying that is really uh, a veiled threat to the United States of America. And his speech yesterday in Pennsylvania was full of, first of all, it was full of so many fallacies. Tucker Carlson, we're going to play a clip from his show in just a minute, called it like the most dishonest speech ever given by a presidential candidate. I wholeheartedly agree. Also, there's a there's a specific threat to America, which which some basically it boils down to vote for me or else. Very mafia. But we'll get to that here in just a minute. One of the things he, he brought up, because the only reason he was out yesterday, the only reason Joe Biden came out of hiding was because of the lawlessness around the country. And again, uh, their campaign issue, nobody cares about. Let's be honest. Nobody cares about COVID-19. No one cares about coronavirus. No one thinks Donald Trump is mishandling this crisis and this pandemic. No one thinks it's Donald Trump's fault. And no one thinks that Donald Trump is single-handedly responsible for the 200,000 American deaths. Oops, it was a bad campaign angle to take. The media tried to push it as hard as they could, but it failed. What people really believe is that we do have a law and order crisis in this country. We have rioters and looters and quote unquote peaceful protesters who are smashing buildings and burning buildings and destroying cities. And we have these Democrat mayors and governors who are ignoring it. In fact, you have Democrat politicians across the board who are not only ignoring it, but enabling it. And now Donald Trump has taken this issue, he's run with this issue, he's owned this issue. And he's been able to do it because it's a real issue. Unlike COVID-19, this is something that affects everybody. This is something people are concerned about. It's the reason we've sold more guns in the last four days than we have in the last 40 years. It's the reason there's an ammunition shortage. It's the reason people like the McCloskeys are national heroes, because they walk out on, on their property and say, hey, you're not taking this property. You know, uh, you're going to this is my this is my home that I worked for and I built with my wife and I'm going to use my Second Amendment right to protect it. That's how we got here. And so so Joe Biden, he has to go out and he has to do his best to address the violence. And here's what he said. I want to make it absolutely clear, something very clear about all of this. Rioting is not protesting. Looting is not protesting. Setting fires is not protesting. None of this is protesting. It's lawlessness, plain and simple. And those who do it should be prosecuted. This is so weird because he's got members of his own party that are arguing the opposite. He's basically ostracizing a huge portion of Democrat voters. 
by saying rioting is not protesting, looting is not protesting, burning, setting fires and destroying property is not protesting. You've got Democrats out there who are running for and winning congressional races, basically saying looting is a form of reparations. Saying that this is you've got Maxine Waters, who two years ago said you've got to get up in their face. And that's exactly what they did coming out of the RNC. Rand Paul, Dan Bongino, all these other folks, Vernon Jones, they were all the the protesters got up in their face, just like they were ordered to do by Maxine Waters and other Democratic operatives. So I don't know what Joe Biden's doing here, but he's going to lose a huge four a huge uh, portion of his base if he keeps telling them you guys should be prosecuted especially since his running mate is donating to campaigns to get these people out of jail and keep them from being prosecuted there's more it gets even dumber and scarier we got to take a quick break more of that coming up on the marquee show 855-765-1045 we'll be right back Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is Steph in Palm Coast. Hi, Steph. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks, Shucky Ducky. How are you, Mark? Oh, Shucky Ducky, you too, Steph. Uh, What's up? What do you want to say today? Um, well, I just, it seems like, especially since the RNC, like the momentum is in Trump's favor. I feel it. My friends, you know, I'm, I'm seeing it all over Facebook. Yeah. Um, was curious if you saw the clip from the show Live from New York where Biden was asleep. He was snoring. The lady trying to interview him kept saying, wake up, wake up. And she said, that's okay. He's on medication. I uh, did. Just. I'll be honest with you. I saw that. I thought that was a joke, though. Was that that's not a real thing, right? Isn't that like a it was not like a fake edited clip? I don't think so. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, I've seen that. I've seen that one flying around a little bit. I have. Here's the thing. It's tough to tell. And it's almost like when we play fake news Friday, you know, it's tough to tell what's the real Biden gaffe from the fake Biden gaffe. Well, you know, did he really fall asleep? Uh, did he really say that offensive thing? Did he really stumble over his words again like that? COVID has taken this year just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's, I mean, you think about it. Yeah, well, yeah, think of think More about lives it. this year than any other year for the past 100 years. Yeah, more, COVID has taken more lives this year than any other year for the past 100 years. Um, so, yeah, but I have seen the video. It made me laugh. I just don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll investigate. Uh, Josh, investigate that for me. Okay. Do you know what you're investigating? Were yeah, you something to... about uh, uh, something. Yeah, okay, good, perfect. Go back and listen to the last okay, five minutes of the show and then give me a full report. Hey, thanks, <laughs> thanks for calling 855-765-1045. Now, speaking of Biden, look, and Biden, what, sometimes, sure, does he pass out on film? Maybe. Does he stumble over his words? Yes, but sometimes he says things and you really need to pay attention and you really need to understand where it's coming from and what it means for his campaign. And yesterday in Pennsylvania, his first live appearance since the DNC, that was one of those times. Here's what he said again about the lawlessness. I want to make it absolutely clear, something very clear about all of this. Rioting is not protesting. Looting is not protesting. Setting fires is not protesting. None of this is protesting. It's lawlessness, plain and simple. And those who do it should be prosecuted. All right. So those who do it should be prosecuted. So all of you Bernie bros out there who I've who I've jumped into bed with because I need your vote to help get elected. I don't want what happened to Hillary to happen to me. Hillary lost because the Bernie bros didn't support her. They did. They they fled, man. They were they were all anyone but Hillary. Jill Stein. Remember her? No, but she got a lot of votes because Bernie Sanders got shafted by Hillary Clinton and the rest of the Democrats at the DNC in Philadelphia. That was 2016. Well, Joe Biden or whoever's running the Joe Biden campaign understands that we can't let that happen again. And even though we shafted Bernie a second time, we need to keep him in our favored graces. So they had this whole Biden Bernie plan of action, this 92 point plan to take over America and turn it into a socialist country. And in return, they get the support of the Bernie bros. The problem is everything Joe Biden just said about looting and rioting and violence and burning things. That's basically what Bernie bros do. 
that's the Bernie Sanders campaign strategy. We know it because we saw the video from Project Veritas where the Bernie Sanders campaign manager is telling the new recruit who's actually an undercover Project Veritas reporter. If we're going to burn it to the ground, Milwaukee, it's going to burn. You just put these people, all they answer to is violence. So you just give them the violence. But that's not a good message for the media. And that's not a good message for Joe Biden. And what they need to do now, and this is why, this is how you know that Donald Trump is winning. Because Donald Trump doesn't have to flip the script. Donald Trump never has to spin anything. If you notice, Donald Trump doesn't spend his time spinning. Donald Trump spends his time winning. And Joe Biden now is in spin mode. Every time somebody asks him about the violence in Kenosha, Wisconsin, or in Portland, Oregon, or anywhere else that it erupts, he has to spin it. And the only way they can spin it is by turning it on Donald Trump supporters. You know me. Oh, wait, that's not it. It's right here. Listen, listen carefully. Here it is. He can't stop the violence because for years he's fomented it. You know, he may believe mouthing the words law and order makes him strong. But his failure to call on his own supporters to stop acting as an armed militia in this country shows how weak he is. Ah, his failure to call on his own supporters to stop acting as a militia in this country shows how weak he is. I'm sorry, I've been watching a lot of violent videos over the past few months, and I have seen very little violence from armed militia. Most of the violence I see are from, quote unquote, peaceful protesters, people that are supporting BLM, people that have black uh, scarves wrapped around their faces so nobody can tell it's them. People who are picking up bricks that have been randomly dumped in the street and hurling them through windows. People who are pulling TVs and other electronic devices out of Target stores and Best Buys. People who are lighting car dealerships on fire just randomly. Just ran- people who are assaulting innocent victims on the street just because people who dragged a driver out of his truck and kicked him into unconsciousness and left him for dead. These are the videos I've seen. Now, I know what they're talking about. They're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse, one guy in one militia with a gun who still, by the way, has not been convicted of any crime except and is claiming self-defense. And when you see the video, he's clearly being chased. Clearly, one of the guys chasing him has a Glock in his hand. We're, you know, we're looking at what's happening in this country. And when you look at the majority of violence, it's not coming from militiamen. It's coming from these paid Antifa Bernie Sanders supporters. These people who go out there and wreak havoc with one goal and one goal only. And that is the destruction of the United States of America. But that doesn't that's not going to play for Joe Biden. So he's trying to turn it on the Trump supporters. He's trying to make you think that the violence is all because Donald Trump is Dr. Evil, you know, stroking a cat with one hand and sending his 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 armed militiamen out all over all over the country to just wreak havoc. When the fact of the matter is, it's the other way around. We all know who's behind the violence. We all know who started it and who who perpetuates it. We hear what Kamala Harris and Maxine Waters and other Democrats have said to their constituents. We know that they want people to get up in the Republicans' faces and create this kind of carnage because it helps them. But what Joe Biden doesn't want you to think is that he's the evil mastermind, stroking the cat, calling the shots. So yesterday in Pennsylvania, he said this. You know me. You know my heart, you know my story, my family story. Ask yourself, do I look like a radical socialist with a soft spot for rioters? Really? Really? No, you don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I agree with you. You don't look like a radical socialist with a soft spot for rioters. You just look like a radical socialist with a soft spot in his head. I mean, you look like the 92-year-old roommate my father has at the old folks' home who mumbles around about, uh, you know, something that happened in World War II and accidentally poots every time he takes a step. That's what you look like to me. We don't think that you are a radical socialist in charge of this incredible army of, of, of anarchists. No. The problem is whoever's controlling you has a soft spot for radical anarchists. And socialists, whoever's controlling you, whoever will be in control, should you ever somehow fall into the presidency of the United States? They are the Dr. Evil with the cat. They've got the soft spot for social, not even a soft spot for socialists. They are a socialist. That's the problem. And that's why 
this election is, again, so important. And that's why the focus has to keep being it has to remain on the violence in these cities, no matter how many times they try to spin it. Remember, if you have to spin it, you ain't going to win it. Whoever's spinning is not winning. And Donald Trump never spins. By the way, the media, they're all on board with this, too. Something happened at the White House yesterday with CNN, which shows that this isn't just Joe Biden giving a speech about the about the armed militiamen and how dangerous Donald Trump supporters are. This is once again, like everything in the Democratic Party, a coordinated multi-level attack with Democrats, Democrat operatives, Democrat politicians and Democrats in the media. We'll get to that here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045. Where one of us is at least paying attention to the show, which is great. You're welcome. It wasn't you, actually. Uh, 855. Oh, are we on now? Seven, yeah, oh, we're on now. 855-765-1045. Okay. Listen, I made people on the uh, Facebook and on the... By the way, we have so many people watching on Facebook today. We really appreciate it. If you're new to the show, thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to like and share and comment and click the notifications so that, you know, you may or may not get them because sometimes, you know, Facebook is iffy. On YouTube, we have like hundreds of people watching Twitch. We're everywhere, but we try to be everywhere at all times. We're on Twitter, on the Periscope. And so if you if it's social media, you can watch us. If you're listening online, we appreciate that. WOKV.com. We have this great mobile app that you can download as well. And on the mobile app, you can watch us or listen to us as well and send us an open mic message, which we love. And uh, or you can, you know, kick it old school and just call us um, in just a minute. We're going to show you again how every time there's a message coming out of the Joe Biden campaign, it is an integrated, formulated message that is moved through every single uh, position, not just the campaign office and and um, you know the, the vice president's or former vice president's office, but also through every branch of the Democratic Party. People who are running for office, people who are currently holding office, and of course the media, which is their most important tool in perpetuating these myths. Donald Trump, however, is a very skilled media agitator, and he has hired someone uh, named Kaylee McEnany as his press secretary, who also the media is no match for. And it's going to make it very difficult for Joe Biden to win this election because now everyone can see exactly they can see right through what they're trying to do by pinning Donald Trump supporters or the violence rather on Donald Trump and his supporters. Before we get to that, though, I want to squeeze in a couple of phone calls because we do have some people that have been waiting very patiently. This is Dana in Jacksonville. Hi, Dana. How are you? Good morning, Mark. And uh, I just want to say thank you uh, for your passion and uh you could have done anything in the radio business, but you chose to do this, and uh, we're really glad that we get to listen to you. Well, That's just the first thing. Dana, I really am. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Also, right. I, I appreciate the hype. I'll be honest with you. The reason I do this is because I'm really qualified for absolutely nothing else. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, what did you want to say, sir? Well, I just want to touch a couple of topics sure. that are going around. First of all, Biden. Uh, who cares? This guy, his campaign should have ended before it ever got started. He's got a record of being in politics for, we all keep repeating it, 40-something years. He's done nothing. He should have never even made it as far as he's gotten here. I'm a firm believer that uh, uh, political office should be a four- or eight-year term thing, and then you pass it along uh, to the next guy, pass the baton on. Um, This thing about destroying history, all our, our... statues yeah things like this this is uh, when you destroy history uh you become a country that has no history um this covid19 i read something on the bmc report article 69 how the, the sars when it came out in 2002 and they wrote this article in 2005 where sars and covid is the same thing and, yeah. and the uh, chloroquine does in fact uh work before and after you uh, get this virus into your system. Yeah. No, Dana, those um, are all, those are all, oh, is there one more? Give me one more. Well, you know, we talk about militia, and this yeah. is really, uh, this is really what I want to talk about. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I don't know about militia, but I know about American people. 
And uh, we're, we're going to clean the swamp if it doesn't get cleaned. I just, I feel it. I know it in, in every core of my body. Uh, the American people just aren't going to stand by and let a group of elites take it over. Now, there's a lot of things they can do. They put that coronavirus out there. They're very devious people. And we're talking about the 1%. The word Bilderbergs has come up before. And uh, they sit and they, they play and manipulate the world with sure. their money. Yeah. They're very easy to do, you know. Uh, I don't have to give examples, but no, you know no. it's true. So there was a video on the other day. I watched it, and it was a, a young man who was in a courtroom. And I don't know what city it was. But he explained he was tired of the mask. We all want to get back to work. And he was standing, you know, it's going to come to a point where we're not going to be standing out there saying the Pledge of Allegiance, singing uh, the national anthem. Okay? It's going to come to much more than that. We're just going to take it back. And Ross Perot wrote a good book. He said, uh, Take Back America. It's a little paperback. And in that book, he said, you know, we pay so much in taxes that we should be living in a utopia. No, that is 100% true, Dana. All the, it hey, listen, is true. Listen, I appreciate your call. It was like a little rapid fire there. I pre That was great. Uh, I appreciate you uh, commenting on all those things. And I think what you're seeing with Dana and everybody else is that people realize that this country, slowly but surely, all of the rights and respect, you know, when you're taught about it in school all the time, all these rights you have that were granted to you by God and the forefathers and the Constitution, they are, they, you know, they are inalienable, but not necessarily guaranteed. And you need to uh, make sure that if you're an American and you enjoy your rights, you've got to sometimes fight to keep them. And you do it any way you can. You do it by hosting a radio show or calling a radio show or reading a book or arguing with people on Facebook. I love people who argue on Facebook because it means they're passionate about something. You know, people just like, for example, when the other day, when the other Josh and I got into an argument over uh, corn dogs. You know, are they better than actual hut? I mean, there's a whole thing that go. there's a whole backstory with that. But the fact of the matter is that what we're learning in this election, in this day and age, and this year, what 2020 is really, people always complain, worst year ever. Really? I don't think it is. Because if you look at the bright side, I believe that a lot of Americans are waking up in 2020 to realize all these rights that they love are not guaranteed. And that you gotta, you got to fight to protect them. 855-765-1045. Good talk to you, Dana. Quick break. More of the Marque shows on the way on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque show. This is the Marque show. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. If you have the um, open, if you have the 104.5 WOKV mobile app, you can leave us an open mic message, and maybe one day someone will send those to you. They're me. in yesterday's folder, right? Oh, now. they're in yesterday's. Yeah, so oh, if you want to go it. back there, got it. Today's my that makes that's why I didn't. see I them. just enjoyed yesterday so much Silly that man. I wanted to keep adding to that day. I was looking not only at the wrong day but the wrong month. Oh yeah, because yesterday was a whole different month. It is September the first. And, uh, we, man, we are, I'll tell you what, this election is heating up. It is heating up fast. Joe Biden is actually campaigning. That's how important this election has become. He went out yesterday in Pennsylvania and he spoke at length about what's creating all of the lawlessness in this country. And as you might have expected, he didn't take the credit for it. He didn't blame himself. He didn't blame his supporters. He didn't blame Bernie Sanders. He didn't blame uh, the violent, violent looters or, or the people burning down churches and things like that in police stations. No, he blamed Donald Trump and Donald Trump's supporters. Violence, because for years he's fomented it. You know, he may believe mouthing the words law and order makes him strong. But his failure to call on his own supporters to stop acting as an armed militia in this country shows how weak he is. I'll be honest with you again. I don't I don't turn on the news and we've turned on the news a lot. And I don't read a lot of stories about armed militia violence. I'm, I'm just call me crazy. I don't see people running around yelling defund the militia. You know, I don't I don't see that happening. I don't see people throwing bricks at or or uh, throwing bottles at or shooting even um, at the heavily armed riot militiamen with, you know, shields and things like that. Mostly it's it's the police who are under attack and mostly they're under attack by supposedly peaceful protesters. 
the militia seems to be it seems to be a real stretch. But when it comes to Donald Trump and violence, that's really all they have to go with. And this is something that, again, when you're a Democrat and when you're running for president, you have a lot of things at your disposal. You've got a lot of money from rich people who who make it a point to make as much money as they possibly can while telling everybody else money's not important. We're going to tax you at 70 percent because we're just going to give you everything you need. Then you also have the media. And the media is all I mean, it is it is crucial to any Democrat trying to win a presidential election. So the media had to jump in on this narrative as well. And what they did at the White House yesterday was it was almost kind of kind of laughable. It was kind of laughable. They decided to jump on this Joe Biden, Donald Trump fomenting violence by refusing to uh, talk directly to militia members who, again, they all assume are, are just at the beck and call of Donald Trump. Like he's picking up the phone going, militia, time to go. Boogaloo boys, get get to Kenosha. It's that. That's not what's happening. There's no red phone to any kind of organized militia from the White House. But they decided to jump on this. And what happened at the Portland Trump rally with the cars and the trucks and the and the motorcycles running through town right before this Trump supporter was killed uh, by supposedly they're they're interviewing or they're looking at this Antifa guy um, right before that happened was Trump supporters were driving through town. And when people would stand in front of their trucks, when people would try to jump in front of them or incite violence, they shot paintballs at them, paintballs. Non-deadly, non-lethal, non-illegal paintballs. And the press, uh, specifically CNN, has jumped on that now as the latest form of violence that Trump supporters are responsible for. So much so that at a press conference yesterday, Donald Trump was asked this ridiculous question. You were just criticizing Joe Biden, saying he didn't mention the bar left or Antifa during his speech today. You said you wanted to talk about left-wing political violence. But I noticed you did not mention that your supporters were also in Portland this weekend firing paintball guns at people, some form of pepper spray. So do you want to also take this chance to condemn what your supporters did? Well, I understand. All right, so the question is, you're condemning Joe Biden because of the Antifa violence that's been going on for what seems like a year now. But just this past weekend, some of your supporters with Trump flags and, and red hats were shooting paintball guns. Do you want to comment to that? And the answer is yes. Donald Trump wanted to comment. And what he said to this CNN reporter, I have to tell you, jaws drops, not just there in the White House press room, but all over the country. Because never before has a president of the United States called out a media outlet the way Donald Trump did. Listen to this. Your supporters, your supporters, and they are your supporters indeed, uh, shot a young gentleman who, uh, and killed him, not with paint, but with a bullet. And I think it's disgraceful. Your, he's talking to CNN. He's talking to the cable news network, and he says, oh, yeah, you want to talk about my supporters? Let's talk about your supporters. Your supporters shot a guy, innocent victim, not with paintballs, but with a real bullet and killed him. And you want to you want to step up here with this paintball analogy? You want to make it you want to make it seem like our supporters, that Trump supporters, that people who want to make America great again are behind the violence. And all you can come up with is this weak ass paintball stuff. That's what you're telling me about when we've had riots and looted for months. In fact, Kaylee McEnany. Kaylee McEnany, who the media, I don't even know why they show up to these press conferences and try to bait her because they're just no match. It is it is an unfair advantage. Kaylee McEnany has not only the intelligence and the skill to take on the media, but she also has truth and facts to take on the media. And when they 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 threw the same paintball argument at her. And here's what she said. If you're going to ask about paintballs, it's incredible that for 90 days I've stood at this podium talking about officers who have been lasers flashed in their eyes in an attempt to blind them, commercial-grade fireworks being thrown at them, a church right out here burning down, uh, the people that were harassed and yelled at, Senator Rand Paul, Dan Bongino, right out here. And you're going to ask me about a paintball video when, in fact, for 90 days we've seen horrific Horrific violence by Antifa, a radical anarchist organization. I mean, everyone asked me about a paintball video. I've yet to see, and neither is the president. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. There, there's two different worlds here. There's the world that's really happening, the world that Donald Trump is discussing, which is the world that needs law and order. 
the world that is crumbling at the seams because when you go to any of these Democrat strongholds, the laws don't exist. The order is not there. The mayor and whoever's in charge of the police force, they're not willing or able or both to uphold the law. There is no law and order. That's the real America. Then you have the other you have Joe Biden's America where uh, people with paintball guns are in charge. That's the reason for the violence. That's the reason why billions of dollars of destruction has happened in the last three, four months. That's why uh, hundreds of thousands of businesses have been burned and people have been put out of work. That's why there's violence and murder and looting. That's why there's countless arrests. That's why entire city centers have been shut down. Because for 100 plus days, there has been constant, constant lawlessness. It's not because of Antifa. It's not because of BLM. It's not because of the Democrats at all. It's because of some guys in a pickup truck with a paintball gun. 855-765-1045 is our number. Uh, Tucker Carlson had something to say about this as well. And I think this is... This is poignant. This is Tucker Carlson. I cuts through to the real heart of this. And the two things you need to realize is, number one, Joe Biden is not creating the message. Joe Biden is delivering it. But listen to this is him uh, taking a look at Joe Biden's speech from yesterday. Biden's 12 minutes today in Pennsylvania may have been the most thoroughly dishonest speech ever given by an American presidential candidate. Virtually every word of it was the opposite of the truth. It was literally beyond belief. But there was at least one honest line in that speech. We want to highlight it for you because that line reveals what all of this is really about. Here it is. Failure to call on his own supporters to stop acting as an armed militia in this country shows how weak he is. Does anyone believe there will be less violence in America if Donald Trump is reelected? Oh, think there'll be less violence if he's reelected? Got it? It's a nice country you have here. It'd be a shame if something were to happen to it. That's not an observation, obviously. It's a threat. It's a threat. It's Joe Biden saying into the camera, saying to his supporters, saying to Donald Trump supporters, saying to Americans, do you think that if Donald Trump is reelected, there's going to be less violence? Is that what you think? Because all it takes is one phone call to Bernie Sanders, one phone call to the organization, and there won't be a single Republican congressman or senator or elected official who can walk peacefully down the street ever again. There won't be one Trump parade or Trump rally that won't be met with violent protesters, armed, armed protesters like the one in Portland. There won't be any city center where you will be able to go with your family and enjoy all of the museums and public offerings and culture. There's going to be no, no peace whatsoever if Donald Trump is reelected. And that is not just. That is not just a a, a uh, conspiracy theory. That is literally a line from a campaign speech given by the Democratic nominee. And Tucker's right. Is that just him trying to tug on your heartstrings or is it a veiled threat as to what the future holds in store in Trump's second term? 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Quick Break. More of the Marque shows coming up. We go. We'll get some of your phone calls here in just a minute. I promise. Uh, stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque show. My name is Marque. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five. Seven six five one zero four five. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. Uh, let's get squeeze in a couple more phone calls here before uh, we get, you know, before we get to uh, on you know, some other rant about something. Noah in Hawaii. Hi, Noah. How are you? Hey, good day, Mark. Big fan of yours, man. Thank I, you. I appreciate it, Noah. Good to talk to you. What do you want to say today, sir? Hey, uh, so check this out. Like, I, I had a couple of uh, uh, ideas. I called in last Thursday, and we got cut off. You know, uh, you asked me a couple of questions. I think it's really important that your viewers. And your listeners get a chance to, to actually hear some serious answers here because uh, the, the questions implicated were, were, were deep-rooted and very heavy to me. So, uh, if I may. Um, what was the question you know, that I asked you? Uh, okay, it was, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Hawaii is... 
and has always been a blue state. Yes, I remember. So yeah. Ask me what, what what's it like? Right. Uh, Trump supporter out here. So so thing is here, partner. I'm a really big history buff. Okay. I've studied world history. I've tortured biblical history. I'm an expert in Hawaiian history. But let me tell you, one of my favorite stud, uh, uh, subjects of study. I took American history for two terms. Okay. I can't believe we, we got through the textbooks. Anyway. Wait, did I you take it for two terms because you had to take it for two terms or you chose to? Because I took a lot of classes twice to. that I, they told me I, I had chose to. to. Oh, you chose well, to. Okay, uh, all right. That's good. That's totally different story. Side note here, too. I actually studied economics for three terms. I failed it twice because I was my proctor was uh, nominated, voted for, nominated, and awarded teacher of the nation back to back to back. And under his direction, I'm like... I'm going to fail this class because I want to take it again. Oh, that's a that's interesting. All right, so real quick, uh, yeah, back to what you were going to say. What was your what was it you wanted to say, Noah? Okay, okay if, if I may, I'm going to try and speed through this because, you know, when I when I spoke with you on Thursday, we got cut off. Uh, I didn't get to complete my sentence, and I wanted to call in Friday. I've been holding on to these Okay, no, we're, we're, we're running. We're on a time schedule here. So, you know what? Hang on one okay, second. Okay. Hold on. We'll, hold, we'll get back to you. <laughs> I just I feel like it's going to take a while. Uh, quick break. Uh, let's go back to uh, let's go back to Dason in Virginia. Hi, Dason. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Mark? Hey, good, Dason. What did you want to say, sir? So, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for everything that you're saying to the people out there in the United States. Yeah. It's a blessing to have someone out there who is advocating for everything that's going wrong in the sense that you're against it all. And it's great, especially from uh, someone who, uh, if I remember correctly, you're from Canada, right? I Yes, I am. I hate to admit it, but it's true. And uh, I appreciate and I appreciate you saying that, Jason. I really do. I, hey, no problem. I appreciate it. Um, so in regards to what I wanted to talk about, um, I'm currently in the U.S. military, and I've got a lot of brothers and sisters also in the U.S. military. And I actually have my little brother... Uh, from home in the same branch as I am right now. Okay. And one of the things that I'm concerned about is the fact that, you know, if everything that's going on with the rioting, the looting, the government being shut down, all of these talking points, I'm, so, I'm over, over here sitting here like, man, I really hate to have to realize the fact that I may end up having to go home being ready to freaking put a bullet in somebody because they're trying to break into my home or break into my friend's home or something like that. I don't want to have to freaking you know, shoot my own freaking family members, my own nation's people just because of something that is so petty as everything that's going on. It's insane. So what? So you're in the military now and you're worried about what? When you go home that there's going to be some kind of civil unrest here and you're going to have to shoot another American instead of a foreign enemy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, with uh, the comment that Joe Biden had about there being a militia, you know, I'm glad that people are you know, supporting the police and wanting to help them out like that, because I would be right there with them if it wasn't for the fact that I am where I am. Yeah. You know, Jason, you, and you bring up a great point, too. And first of all, thank you and your family members for your service. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you'll never have to come home and shoot one of your neighbors because of civil unrest. I don't think it's going to get to that point. Um, but you know, this whole thing with the militia, you're probably going to this is not the first you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it more and more and more. And the reason is because Joe Biden is floundering. His issues are not working. Whoever. I mean, and that's the thing about any election. It doesn't matter if it's a presidential election, a mayoral election, a school board election. The person who decides what's important is the person who wins. The person uh, wins. The person who sets the narrative, that's the person who wins. And Donald Trump right now is setting the narrative because all he's talking about are right now he's on Fox News at, at Andrews Air Force Base and he's answering questions about the radical anarchist, anarchists who are burning down Portland. And every time the mayor of Portland calls a press conference to yell about Donald Trump and and demoralize Donald Trump and say Donald Trump's a bad man when all he's doing is offering to help his city get back on track and protect the citizens that really it's the mayor's job to protect. When Donald Trump is saying, look, if you can't do your job, I'm more than willing to help you. And the mayor bashes him on television. It bolsters his case. So right now you're talking about Donald Trump's issues and the issues that Donald Trump wants on the on the forefront. And that means that Joe Biden is not winning this campaign. Quick break. Uh, 855-765-1045. We got more coming up. We're going to get to this Laura Ingram interview, too, because it's important. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. Jessica here from Two Rivers, Wisconsin. Just saying, hey, thanks for your radio show. I watch it here in Wisconsin every morning from 9 until 11. I do my dishes to you. 
and you teach me a lot. Thanks. You are so welcome. And, man, you have a lot of dishes, huh? Two hours worth of dishes? That's what I was dishes? thinking, yeah. That's horrible. You must be it's feeding just, an army. I mean, maybe get a dishwasher. Although then you wouldn't be able to listen to the show, so maybe don't. Maybe don't. Anyway, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Now, you know, we love... Uh, we love everyone watching from all over the, and it's nine to eleven in Wisconsin. We should point out, but where we are, it's ten to noon. So we don't want to even want anyone in Jacksonville getting confused. Uh, ten to noon, you know, the time zones as you head west, they go earlier, and I, I get confused sometimes. Myself, even here in Florida, there's like one time, there's yeah, like two time Central. zones. Yeah, like near Pensacola. Yeah, Destin or something, isn't that in a different time zone? Yep. That's crazy. Eight five five seven six five. 1045. All right, we got Noah calling from Hawaii, and uh, we talked to him. We told him we got to get right to it. Yep. Noah, you there? Yeah, I'm here, brother. Oh, great, man. All right, Noah, real quick, uh, what was your uh, what was your point that you wanted to make? Oh, okay. Uh, so, so you know what? Thank you for the privilege of of your viewers and listeners. Now, uh, when when we got back to being a Trump supporter in Hawaii, yeah. Uh, last I recall, I said I'm losing friends. Now, I need to really clarify that because I'm just losing the ones who can't agree to disagree at home and abroad. Truthfully, I've been quite comfortable with freedoms afforded here in Hawaii. There's a completely different attitude, and I can practice all my creeds easily. But there's definitely a shift happening, Mark. The movement is shifting. We're seeing the forest for the trees, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, but like, like I said, in history, before I continue, that's probably why I love our president the most, is because he's doing everything that all the great presidents have done. So uh, I'd like to quote John F. Kennedy. Let us not seek the Republican answer or the Democratic answer. But the right answer, let us not seek to fix the blame for the past. Let us accept our own responsibility for the future, end quote. So I bring that up is because this is how we're aiming out here in the islands. We, we, we have open hearts. We have open minds. I can be a Trump supporter freely and vice versa. All things considered, though, let's look at all the states that are protesting through civil disobedience, rioting, fires, looting, and yeah. beyond. Right. Mark, they're cutting their own legs, the very ones they're trying to stand on. Out here, we are under one of the most strict lockdowns in the world. That is we true. We just went under house arrest again. The day I got cut off from you, that night, midnight, one more stretch of incubation, which is set at 14 days. Almost everything is shut down. Triple-digit outbreak cases are being, being claimed daily. As, and, you know, and as much as I disdain for the current legislation, you know, the men in office, yeah. when I take a real look at them, you know, and I, and I watch certain... Um, uh, a broadcast, these men are really tired and worn, man. They're really working. This has got to be tough on them. You know, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now, having said that, it's all about choices. No, He's really not. making the best ones for us. Yeah, no, so let, me ask you, let me ask you a quick question. The lockdowns, and that was very well said. I appreciate that. When, uh, when you look at the lockdowns in Hawaii, do you feel that they are helping the situation, or do you feel like you would be in the same boat if you could all still go out and surf and, you know, uh, eat poi and everything else I, I, i'm going to be very opinionated here now this is just my opinion it, it's almost as if they're trying to force us into submission i know countless business owners yeah. that have closed up shop for good they're trying to push us into uh, uh some sort of riot protest they're hoping that we just finally had enough and says you know what we're taking to the streets but wow. see hawaii we're such we're, we're such loving people that yeah we, we become masters of the peaceful protest for example yeah no hold on wait, no i know i believe you thank you and hey, listen dude thank that's a great uh that's a great point you made too and i love that quote that you shared um eight five five seven six five one oh four five and you bring up a really great point because what you said was, I've lost a lot of friends, and I've lost a lot of friends that are not allowed, you know, that, that don't give me the ability or don't have the ability to agree to disagree. And what, you know, the thing with Donald Trump, the thing that he does better than anyone else is he doesn't mince his words. In fact, I ordered, this is so funny, I ordered, uh, I saw online, and again, if you want to sell me something, just put it on Instagram, because I'll buy it. I literally, like the last 92 things, I, the Trump train that we have here in the studio is a perfect example of that. But I saw this on Instagram. It's the kid's guide to President Trump. It's the kid's guide. To, oh, and then they upsold me on America Goes Back to School, the kid's guide to presidential elections, everything else. But I was reading in the kid's guide to President Trump, and they really, I mean, there's a lot of non-kids. There's a lot of adults who I feel need to read this because they talk about, who you know, who is President Trump. There's a whole section, and one section is on his personality. And they say one distinctive aspect of President Trump 
is his personality, which is unlike most politicians. He is a man who shares his views without worrying about political correctness. He speaks his mind bluntly, and some people don't like to hear it. He uses social media to speak directly to America and isn't concerned with hurting people's feelings when he talks about his policies. He is more aggressive about this because he believes that many writers and TV reports won't report his ideas accurately. As a result, he sometimes criticizes those people and they don't like to hear it. And this is a way to explain Donald Trump's personality to children. And it's interesting that we need to do that. But most kids are not taught to disagree with authority or to disagree with. I mean, how many times have we heard, hey, did you hear about that? No. Where'd you hear that on the news? Really? Yeah. Wow. Then it must be true that for years. Every time I was growing up, people were like, was that that didn't really happen? Nope. Saw it on the news. Oh, wow. And that was the end of the discussion saying I saw it on the news. I read it in the paper. Do you know what I read in the paper? No. What? I read this. Oh, my God. You're kidding. How can that be happening? Well, I read it in the paper. That used to be the end of any debate, any discussion. If you went to the if you went to the library and you found something on the microfiche machine and you put it in your and you put it in your report, it was that was as good as gold. But nowadays, because of Donald Trump and because of a lot of these uh, media outlets who are taking it upon themselves to not just inform the public, but to persuade the public to one political point of view, you are now starting to see Donald Trump being uh, being displayed as this bombastic, barbaric personality who's just rude. And yesterday, that was a question that came up. That was a question that came up in this interview with Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram had a one-on-one sit-down on Fox News with the president. And she asked, she asked him a couple, a couple questions. One of them, she, well, she asked was, look, women say that they don't like your aggressive tone. They don't like your tweets. They feel like you're aggressive. Can you speak to that voting block? Because that's important. Here's what President Trump said. I have to be aggressive because I'm like standing here in a sea of incompetent people, stupid people, and violent people. <laughs> I have to be aggressive because I'm surrounded by idiots, Laura. That's literally what he's saying. And it's here's the other thing that they don't tell you in the media, that when Donald Trump says he's how many people do resonate with that statement? I myself have been in several situations, either at a, at, you know, at a, at a meeting uh, with a salesperson or, you know, out and about somewhere. Maybe I don't know. Would, I don't I don't want to name any names, but there have been several times when I've been sitting in a place and I've thought to myself the exact same thing that Donald Trump just said. I'm like standing here in a sea of incompetent people, stupid people and violent people. <laughs> like how, we've all thought that, right? You're sitting there going, how, who are these people and why are they all around me? It's like a sea of stupid, incompetent people. And that's that's why Donald Trump comes across as so likable. The, the aggressiveness that people accuse of him of is what so many people really like about him. He's a relatable, real person. And then, of course, when he says something that we all understand, like, oh, you know what? The Democrats, they've totally lost control of their own minds. The Democrats have lost control of the radical left. And if you look at Bernie and the, I call it the manifesto that was agreed to with Biden and his group, that's further left than Bernie ever was. They won't be able to control these people. These people have lost, they have lost control. Yeah. And then he mentions uh, specifically uh, Joe Biden and says, Joe Biden, just so you know, and this is, again, something that a lot of people have thought themselves. Just so you know, Joe Biden's not controlling it. And, and Laura Ingram says, well, who is? I'd like to mention Biden because he's not controlling anything. Who, who do you they think is pulling him. Biden's strings? Uh, is it former Obama People officials? that you've never heard of. People that are in the dark shadows. People that... Oh, what are, does that mean? That sounds like conspiracy theory. Dark shadows. No, what people that? that you haven't heard of. They're, they're people that are on the streets. They're people that are controlling the streets. We had somebody get on a plane from a certain city this weekend. And in the plane, it was almost completely loaded with with thugs wearing these dark uniforms, black uniforms with gear and this and that. They're, they're on a plane. Where's the where's this, I'll tell you sometime, but I, I, it's under investigation right now. By the way, if I were Laura Ingram, I would hold him to that. I'd be calling him every week going, hey, can you tell me where the plane was now? Because I really I really want to know. Are, is it still under investigation? But look, even Laura Ingram is saying, look, you tell there's this, these dark shadow people that I don't know that are controlling that are controlling Joe Biden. That sounds like a conspiracy theory. 
Yeah. How many conspiracy theories have we heard from the left over the past couple of years? We heard about the Ukraine. We heard about uh, Putin pulling the strings. We heard about Donald Trump sending Rudy Giuliani into the Ukraine to dig up dirt on Hunter Biden. We heard all kinds of conspiracy. We heard that. I mean, we heard everything, everything. But what we never heard was the truth. Now you have someone like Donald Trump who's saying, look, here's the deal. Joe Biden's not running the show. There's a bunch of people you don't even know. They're on the ground right now. Planes full of people dressed up in Antifa gear, flying here, flying there. They are ready to do their bidding. That's believable. Why? Well, because we see it on the news. It used to be buses. It used to be buses. But now there's so much violence and there's so much, uh, you know, there's so much mayhem. And there's so many different cities that these people have to service. They've upgraded. George Soros, he used to charter buses. Now he's chartering planes because they've got to get there so fast. And what Donald Trump says out loud is what other people just think. But the fact that he's allowed or feels emboldened enough to say it out loud is really what makes him so likable. 855-765-1045. I'm like standing here in a sea of incompetent people, stupid people and violent people. That's our next T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> That's our next. I'm standing here in a sea of stupid people, incompetent people. And violent people. 855-765-1045. Oh, we got to take another quick break. More of the Marquee Show is on the way. Stay tuned. Standing here in a sea of incompetent people, stupid people, and violent people. I mean, I think that's like, you know, most presidents, like we just had Noah who quoted JFK. And it was this great quote about, you know, like, you know the right side or the left side of an issue, but actually the, the actual correct side of the issue. Donald Trump's quotes are way more entertaining and way more T-shirt friendly. Um, so we'll get that up, hopefully. We'll get that hopefully up in the Marquee shop tomorrow. Uh, 15% off. Use code word or uh, coupon code what? Hannah. Hannah. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> All right, listen, before... Before we get out of here, we, for those of you that are new to the program, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much. We, we hope that you enjoy it. And uh, we hope that, you know, you come back again. You can leave us a message, whatever. You can also send us mail. We get a lot of mail. And in fact, you know, not just this, not just me, but Hannah got mail. Josh today. Is this the first time you've gotten mail? I believe so. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but Josh got mail, too. And it, ironically, we both got packages today. Both of our packages are identical. Yeah. Whoa. In size. <laughs> Can I say? <laughs> their size, weight. Yours uh, might be a little more wrinkly, though. You think it is? Yeah. It's All, right. Right. All right. A little afraid edge. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it may have been. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so I think what happened was, I think we both, both of our packages, I think we got the same thing. Yeah, I think so, too. From the same person. So it's kind of like I got something to give to my big brother, I think. Or that's, it's like, that's what it's like. You it's like I some want, hand-me-downs. Yeah, or I just going to send it to anyone. Maybe someone will... Yeah, we'll, <laughs> like we'll do something with it. Like an email blast. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We'll, we don't. We're beggars can't be choosers. We just love getting mail. So uh, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's kick off some mail time. Here. What up, y'all? You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show mail time. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. <laughs> I have to put in my own gunshots because apparently no. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Uh, do you want to open yours first, or should I open mine first? I think we should do it together. You want to do it together? Yeah. All right. And we can skip and hold hands through the rain. All right, ready? Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. That was so I was ripping it. Yeah, yeah, well, how did I you? I tried to do it through the uh, buckle and... It's a CD. It is a CD with a note. From Benjamin Charles. The Benjamin Charles. And it's got... Oh, it's got... Listen to this. It's got a little note inside. It says, Mark, I hope you enjoy the CD. Respectfully, Benjamin Charles. Josh, look at the name of the first song. Okay. It's Mighty Trump Train. Oh, fantastic. I think I, I don't know. I don't know that we have a CD player here at the radio station anymore, <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you sent me an MP3 of this, too. So, we, yeah, I meant to Do play you want to know what my note says? What does your note say? Josh, give this to Mark. <laughs> does it really? <laughs> does it really? It says, would you consider playing this in the Marquee show? But oh, yeah. Basically, it says, Mark, here. Okay. Well, we got to find somebody. <laughs> find me, Hannah, find me a CD player. Okay. You have to. What, what are you year back is in? it? What, what are you back in? 
Okay. We'll figure out, we'll figure it out. We'll get a CD player. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Everybody else, thanks so much for calling in today. Uh, thanks so much for, uh, you know, all your comments and your Facebook, um, or your, um, and your, uh, open mic messages. Real quick, Anthony has been waiting very patiently in Alabama. Hi, Anthony. How are you? I'm just fine, Mark. How are you, brother? I'm doing great, man. What'd you want to say today, sir? Well, let's see. You know, you was talking about who's controlling Joe Biden. I was, yeah. And so was the president. Yeah, well, you know, it's the deep state, like you said. It's the real, real dark deep state. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, controlling I agree. Hey, thank Biden, you. Know? Anthony, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Well, that's what the president said. That's what Laura Ingram said. Uh, that sounds like a real dark thing, the the, uh, the deep state. Well, you know, it is. We're going to continue. Look, this is just warming up. Now that Joe Biden is on the campaign trail, now that Donald Trump is in Kenosha, Wisconsin, he's going to the to where these riots are actually happening. Uh, now that all of this is, I mean, we are in campaign mode here. You're going to start to see this campaign really heat up. Every single week, there's going to be more appearances. There's going to be more uh, campaign stops. There's going to be more press conferences. The press is going to be giving more pressure, uh, putting more pressure on Donald Trump, hopefully on Joe Biden, too. But probably that's not bloody likely. So just keep watching. And if you're confused about anything, if you miss something, if you just want to get a quick recap of the day's events, we're here every single day, Monday through Friday. Tomorrow, by the way, is whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about today, that's the day. We open up the phones. You create the content. You tell us what questions are on your mind. You tell us what's, what's really like in deep in your heart. You can call us. You can leave us an open mic message right now. In the meantime, stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh. It's all coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.